recording of the second episode. Welcome to United um, Souls with Ellie. Yes. Glad to have our students here and let's get going. Amazing. This is our second episode of the second series. Very excited. I apologize if I'm looking a little bit fluffy today. I just woke up from jet lag and um, you know, I've been working the whole day after landing um, the previous night from an intense tour and thank God it went really well. The only not good thing was I didn't get to see two of our wonderful guests here in person. That was the only thing I feel bad. I wasn't able to see everybody I wanted to see. But Jeff and Lauren, yes, I was able to see in person and that was a big highlight. And I'm sure that when we hugged, that had almost the energy enough just to put in a good unity feeling, not just between us three, but all of the Zula participants, all the Polver EDU participants, all the Polver Show participants, the Ask the Oracle participants, everybody felt a boost in love. And that that's one of the true goals of our course. It's really powerful, the ability, especially during this time period where we are not able to meet in person as much as previously or it's easily, you know, thank God I'm not in quarantine because I have the vaccinations, but a lot of people would be. So I was able to go to my office and uh, it was amazing to be able to be functional and let's hope that that continues, the functionality, but um, not everyone's in that position. So we are not and not able always to just get about and travel and meet. So one of the goals of this course just simply is to create more of a unity vibe, especially with what's going on politically. And we had a little joke before the class about certain community and, and definitely people aren't feeling unified. And it's a, it's a real issue. Um, the lack of physical connection. Like today I was actually meant to be in London and because of Corona, my family had to cancel the event. So my father's 80th. So my daughter, who was so excited to be there and meet me there, was not able to be there. And that's another example that physically we're not having those experiences. But at least on a soul level, we should know that we're connected. That's what I meant by hugging Jeff and Lauren. When we actually physically manifest, that's the ideal. The goal is that there should be physical unity in the world. It should manifest in a real way, practical way. There's all kinds of ways to measure that. You can look at the political situation. There should be more unity in the whole business world, the way companies function. There should be more unity. And if you would be honest and realistic, that's not happening. Religiously, there should be unity. Uh, All the different aspects of society, there should be unity. So if we say, well, wait a minute, let's be practical for a second. We're not seeing that kind of unity develop in the media world and it's actually to a lot of people's benefit that there's not unity for example the whole military military infrastructure is based on there being some sort of divisiveness and fear of war and you know it could be said that a lot of the medical crisis is going on there's a certain need for lack of unity because it gives power to other individuals you could say a lot of things nowadays that are pushing in the wrong direction. So what we have to do is come up with a course for Polvery DU, and that's what this course has been about, as we mentioned last week, uh, sorry, it wasn't a week ago, it was three weeks ago, actually. 
and look how much has happened personally and I'm sure for each of you as well and globally as well there's always developments that we need even more and it's like an, on an urgency level but not in like of coming from fear or negativity or insecurity it's coming from a need for truth for, for clarity for, for a good feeling within and that's for a unified experience, at least on an individual level, so that my goal and your goal, I hope anyone who joins the course, will start seeing it happen on a real level outwardly. And all the things I mentioned before, that it will start to affect change. But you can't affect change until you've changed yourself and changed your sphere of influence. I don't have the sphere of influence of the President of America, I don't have the sphere of influence of the Prime Minister of Israel, I'm not in that position at this point in my life. But I do know that if I develop a strong foundation and the things we're talking about, like last week's focus, and it's the key to the whole course, because you don't begin without it, of being proactive, of being kind, instead of being reactive. And with the differences of this series is we're going to go deeper and deeper, as we did last time, to really get into that aspects of kindness that affects and the proactive side of ourselves that affects change that we stop reacting and it's something which takes a lot of self-development that was what we discussed last time in our previous episode and it's worth listening to again we have the audio and we can even do, use this the recorded version when with uh Paul Beattie used digression exactly when and how they're going to use the material. I'm very open for it to go out there. Um, but the other point is this course has to be interactive. So if people have questions at any point, I'm going to welcome it. I just want to mention one more thing before you do say something is what's today's episode about. So it's the mission, not impossible, because that would be a mistake. And I'm not Tom Cruise, I'll admit it. I'm not able to, you know, to do this unbelievable mission like with such style like him. I'm calling it mission challenge. It's a mission. The mission is the challenge to realize that you're meant to be challenged. It's not impossible because I'm possible. I'm a possible person to always transform, but I am in a state of challenge. That was the idea that all the things I brought up at the beginning, usually we don't go into politics, we don't go into religion, we don't go into any of this stuff. That's not our focus in this course. But we do have to be honest that we're being challenged. And what's being challenged, as we started off, we mentioned that you know there's an assumption personally that I have everything together. That would not be true. One, I'm a truth seeker, so I'm constantly updating myself what is my mission? What are my goals? I have to constantly review that. So that's a constant process. I'm not going to naturally and just easily know what my point is for today and for tomorrow. It's something which I have to constantly work on. And that consistency of being challenged is a very truthful way of living on a daily level. Because part of this course is not just to be theoretical, what we're trying to do in this second series is to really bring it into everyday life. We mentioned about not reacting. Remember last time, if anyone wants to remind me exactly how we came to that. But it was a very clear moment experience of how not to react. It wasn't some vague idea. No, but we can actually enter the moment with a powerful 
realization of choice that we don't have to be pushed or triggered by our daily experience. We have the ability to hold back before we react and have a more elevated approach, a more soulful, and this is a united souls aspect, approach to life. And that's once again with clarity that we have a soul, that's with clarity that we have a mission. And today's episode is going to be about clarifying within our mission that we can bring that into our challenge daily existence. We might start the next point of the course, which is to live more effectively with that, to live it more time effective, to have a certain strategy how to bring that into our daily life, into our daily schedule. But before we can do that, first we have to ask some questions. Questions are the key to successful life. I'm going to read out what I wrote um, with my soulmate, my wife, and it's this like this. Making a mission statement on values, goals, and dreams with all the realities we face. That's the title. Everyone has a piece of paper, yeah? People still use paper. Maybe use your phone, whatever. Uh, you can use an app on your phone called Notes, whatever it is, and write down for a few minutes three columns, values, goals, and dreams. Then write down your realities we face and how we can have short-term goals to achieve our long-term goals and dreams. The important is to write this down, to bring this into reality, to even talk it out, as it influences in a good way and will help actualize what you are passionate about. Ideally, this is good for people to have a clear mission, st- mission statement, to know exactly what you want, and those, that's the question we have. What is my mission statement? First question. What is my goals? What are my values? What's my purpose? What am I here for? What am I doing in this world 2021? What am I trying to fulfill in this world? Who am I working for? What am I, do I have a boss? Do I have a soul? Do I have a purpose in this world beyond what I grew up with initially thinking it was? Has that developed? These are questions that we need to ask and answer. And the key is to put it in three columns because we need to have our values, goals, and dreams. Now, there is a there is room. This is now my soulmate's edition. There is room to have a kvetch. Now, if you know what Yiddish means, kvetch means a little bit like a groan, yeah. To release on the realities we face and be real, no matter what. That there's going to be a lot of obstacles to all these, all these goals, dreams, and values. There's going to be a lot preventing us to achieve it. So based on this introduction for today's episode, and we won't make the episode too long because we did start late, but the course is to help us to be more soulful. Now, that comes with an an initial clarity that we have a soul. Some people don't know that. Some people don't feel it. Some people don't see the soul influencing their mission statement. Because they want to be successful because they're a human being, not necessarily with a soul. They just want to be successful. Because the soul thing is not important for their success. Um, but what I would say is without the soul level, we don't really center our values and our dreams and our goals in anything so real. It, it becomes very uh, unobjective, very subjective. And it can often mean that we're not really tapping into our true potential. And this is something which humanity has forgotten on a general level. 
And that's one of the reasons why the world is so lacking unity. The world is lacking unity because they're not in touch with this side of themselves. And it's not something which is discussed. And therefore my mission of becoming United Souls of bringing that reality, at least within my sphere of influence and hopefully globally, is in a very difficult challenge place because I'm up against a whole society that doesn't want to know so much from the soul or doesn't believe in it or doesn't think it's an important part of daily life. It's just something you do, you know, once in a while you have a spiritual moment, but it's not something that should impact daily life. And this is once again, without getting religious or anything like that, this is just a, just a fact of humanity that just like we have a body and we have emotions, we have a soul. That's an objective truth in my opinion. Now, I'm going to open it up now for questions for you guys or comments or whatever you want to say because this course is only going to be built with your interaction. That's, that's the key because it doesn't really affect change in you guys if you're not contributing at least verbally a little bit. If you want to send me a note privately, I don't mind. But the best thing is to speak now or forever hold your peace. Well, I can speak. Yes. I'll speak. Go on. So I've done this value exercise, goal exercise, dream exercise a billion times. Great. And I still am not clear about purpose, goals. You know, so it gets frustrating. It's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever like exercised and then you stop. And then you exercise, you get into a routine, and you stop. Or you diet, and then you stop. I'm at a point where I don't bother exercising because I know I'm going to stop. I don't bother, like, dieting because I know it's going to crash anyway. You know, even in college, I always got A's. But once you got, like, a B plus, you'll never get that A again. So then, like, you know, I'm, like, I don't invest the same time. So it's always like that. So... That's a really, that's a really good point because that that's why I call it mission challenge because it is challenge. It's it shouldn't be. It would be a it would be a abnormal person that comes along, writes down their their goals, their values, their dreams, and everything's like being fulfilled, and there's been no no obstacles. That that wouldn't actually be such a human reality. That would be the opposite. The whole reason I started off with just a larger challenge, you know, with the political, religious, media, the whole challenge we're going through on a global level with divisiveness and lack of... So my goal is so challenged from the outset, is is that shows you the importance of making clarity in your goals, dreams and values. If you don't really get those obstacles and challenges, you're not really going to clarify how important this really is. So really, the, the the reality is that your challenges help you define. They're not holding you back from doing it. They're actually there to help you develop an even stronger will, a stronger focus and clarification of what you want to do. The challenges are actually polishing your desire. They're helping you refine your being. They're helping your soul purpose in this world become more and more clear. And that's a whole flip of... The world around us wants to coddle you, wants to make you feel safe, don't worry, we'll take care of you, give over your powers to us and we'll run everything for you. 
that's a massive mistake for us to say, okay, just take all my liberties, do whatever you want. I believe you you know best. No, you have a purpose that's only you. I can't define it. No one else can define it. It's a unique mission. It's a unique soul purpose. And the more you appreciate it, and the more there's obstacles and challenges to it, the more it becomes refined and clearer what it is. That's why this time period has actually been a very positive time period. Even now, I'm not with my family in London. I missed on the 80th reunion. All my family I haven't seen for two years. But on an inner level, that's refined my will even more to want to connect. I said to my mum today, I said, no, I'll reschedule as soon as I'm holding off. I had already had my daughter's flights books, my, mine I lost. So I'll work out how to get the money back for the, to pay for my flights. But for my daughter, I'm for sure holding on to those flights. And whenever you guys are ready, I'm there. Because my will is clear. I want to make this reunion no matter what. And even if it doesn't happen even next time, because the next time we're talking about is in March, which is a long time, which is, you know, far away, I'll go sooner. My vision of connecting with my family or the people I love or the people I care about is just clearer and clearer. Because as much as there's obstacles financially and emotionally, I know more and more that it doesn't make a difference. I want to connect with those people I care about, no matter what. So, so too are my goals. That happens to be one of my goals, to unite with people. So I'm gonna make a lot of effort in that area and to manifest that goal, which will mean constantly, consistently being in touch with people, following up with people. Unusually today, I was late, but that's that's the opposite of my goal. My goal is to always turn up on time. Even if I'm jet lagged, I'll make this course. I'm not gonna cancel it. Like if I have the power, I'm not gonna cancel opportunities to connect and unite with people. Are there gonna be moments which the other people are preventing me from connecting or the corona situation is going to prevent. Okay, so I'm still going to be there available when they're ready to connect. Like I, even when you fall out with people, my door is still open if, if it's something healthy. We, we mentioned last time that obviously you have to be have boundaries and that's part of the importance of the mission statement side of things. Because once you have a mission statement and goals and dreams, that comes together with boundaries because you can't do everything. Yeah, and the more clear you are about your, your goals and mission statements, the more, the more you'll have an effective system like we'll speak about next time and, and a little bit here to apply those, those goals and statements. So that bringing it into your daily schedule, what you plan is really the, the key to the game because like you, you said very cleverly that if you start to feeling pressure obstacles and it stops actually happening so you lose belief in your ability to apply those goals missions and dreams or to manifest them so what what you do is you refine them more and more how can it be more realistic to the point where i start seeing it in my daily schedule that is the real the real key to the game and you have that ability it's 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 not the key is to one to never give up to always be persistent yeah people call me um persistent and that's something which i try to live up to but the point is that to realize you have that power within to to constantly focus how can today can i manifest more my my goals my dreams my values and you start putting it into boxes of your daily schedule that's going to be the next point because it's not enough to have the, the three column thing like we're writing 
do that. Even write out one sentence that describes your mission statement, how you want to live as an individual, how you want to live as a family person or a business, you know, as a community person. So you have one mission statement for your individual purpose. You have a mission statement for, for your larger purpose, for your community. You have a mission statement for, you know, when you do a course, you have a mission statement. You, when you do a, a school, so there's, I'm sure there's things that you've successfully done with a mission statement, with a goal, with a dream, and you achieved it. You, you take on a new contract to do a new website. You have a statement, like a certain goal that this, this new website's going to achieve, and you manage to do it. So you've done it. You've proven to yourself that you're successful at, at getting a task and achieving that task. Same too with your mission statement. You have a mission statement. You start giving belief more and more that you're starting to achieve it more and more. And it, then that gets more reinforcement. And then you say, but what about all the challenges preventing me? They're also reinforcement. That's the point that I'm trying to... That's the addition that we've added today. The challenges you have are also reinforcement. They're not obstacles to, be, and they're to the point where you stop achieving and stop applying your goals and dreams. They're all just reinforcement to what you need to do. It's just about a mindset of reevaluating those obstacles that they're not preventing you from doing it, they're refining it. They're clarifying how, how you're going to do it. They're not there to prevent you. And that's a different way of living life. Because now nothing in life is, is, is impossible. Everything's possible. And you just have to know how to really attempt at what you're trying to do without feeling held back. Now, I was listening to Joe Rogan today and he had someone in show, very interesting person called Jewel. I don't know if you're into her music, or whatever. She seems really talented. I, I remember her vaguely listening to her one time, one or two times. But the point is not the music. The point was the, the, the ability for her in her life as a musician to achieve her goals and dreams about becoming one of these like drugged up, you know, sad stories at the end of the day, success story that ends up not a success, if you know what I mean. So that was inspirational for me to see that people out there in the music business, something I care about, another one of my dreams and goals, was able to maintain a strength of character and will to achieve her dreams and goals, but not lose herself in the process. And what Joe said, and this is what I think Esther was hinting at, that a lot of people are out there pushing off, you know, like they're these gurus or they're these like, motivational coaches and all this stuff that's out there but they've never actually done anything so how can they have the ability to to guide other people or to be to give over the the, the experience that's needed to achieve in life so what i would say here i'm not like some you know rich joe rogan dude i don't have millions of people listening to me on my podcast but on my level, what I say, just to add another aspect, and this is something I would talk to if I ever got on the show with Joe Rogan, I'd actually talk about this point, is to understand that on the inner level, I am experienced. And I think all of you are too. You've all struggled with the inner voices on a daily, daily level that don't believe enough in yourself and you're fighting with them daily. You're fighting with all your goals and dreams and visions on a daily level at, that you feel like well 
you could honestly like you have this narrative going on in your head I, I believe this is true for most of humanity that's trying to tell you that you're not going to reach what you're trying to do there's no point there's no point making poll you because it's not got thousands of applications yet there's no point doing your you know whatever your thing that Jonathan's doing with the with the helping people through trauma and all the different things he's doing with the guiding you know the police officers and the arm and veterans and everything helping them with their process because you know it's too much they've gone through too much it's too much darkness to face I you know I'm sure you all have these voices each of us I'm not going to do my workout today because I'm too tired I've jet lagged last night I'm not going to do my I did my exercise so I don't care if I'm jet lagged I'm going to do it anyway and you know what I'm going to do the other things I set out to do no matter what I'm not going to use not anything in my life to be an excuse rather I'm going to use what's happening in my life to enable me to do it better to do it more motivated and that's an inner process which I have experience on so even if I'm not the richest dude and I'm not the most famous or successful dude but because I've worked on that inner aspect to myself I have experience because the inner as wisdom and knowledge comes from the soul and it doesn't have to always manifest as an external success story because if you're internally successful you're already achieving something very profound and great and if it becomes something that people out there are attracted to that will happen in the right time it doesn't need to be forced so fame is often sought after but it's sacrifice on on what sacrifice in the way the person inside that's why I was impressed with this lady because she didn't sacrifice maybe she did on some level but it seems like in a lot of inner battles she was successful even if she had some ups and downs and that's why I got inspiration from that episode I think Joe did as well but the point is I'm bringing it up as an answer to Esther's question that it's sometimes feels like on an emotional level that you're not achieving these goals dreams and values it's not happening so why bother i'll just keep living but the point is no it you have to say strong with strength no i'm not going to give in to that voice because it's too important my mission in this world i have too much responsibility yeah if you're married you have responsibility for another person just on that level if you're not married i have responsibility to all the people around my life who who become my soul connection as if i was married because they they feel that space because i'm i'm not able to manifest it in the married relationship i manifest it in my business relationships i manifest that deep relationship with my friends with my loved ones with my mother my father my you know if i've been married before i had children they're still around it's not like they disappeared just because i'm not you know married anymore and i can't do it in the traditional form whatever level of relationships you have they're still around and that comes a responsibility we all are responsible for each other we're responsible for our community where we live we're responsible for the country the the global community we're responsible for the online community and we shouldn't underestimate that online community is very new yeah that responsibility is a new a new part of our life and it's actually become a very central part of our life like we're sitting here on Zoom showing the power of the online community so we are responsible how we manifest ourselves online personally 
I never get political because that would be against my goal of being unifying. If I become political, I'm already going to become someone who's going to be boxed in to one side of the fence. And therefore, I miss out on a whole audience of people that I love and want to connect with just because some political aspects of myself came out. Now, if you're able to be in a community online that there's freedom of speech truly and you can communicate and no one has grievances, that's the ideal. But I don't see that happening so much online. I see that people are being pushed aside. So that's against my goal. So I'm not going to allow myself to get boxed in. So I'm not going to be politically, hopefully, voice my politics because I don't want to lose my larger goal, which is unifying with people. Just an example. I mean, you can go into every single thing. Once you have your goal clear, and the more clear it is, the easier it is to put into decisions how you manifest yourself, how you give over information. For example, religion. If I come across on Zula and all the other platforms we're on together and start preaching Judaism, that would be a mistake. Because that's not, one, what this platform is for. And two, I would once again be missing my larger goal, which is to unify with everybody. Yeah, and I'm sure that would be the same with any other person here with their religion. That would actually be an obstacle for us to connect. So thankfully in Zula, we don't generally talk about religious stuff, which is or political stuff or, um, you know, we're not we're not disrespectful to each other. There's a lot of respect here. It's a safe environment. So we've created on the online platform, a lot of our goals unite. And that's very empowering even more because now we're in a place where our goals are 10x, are strengthened by the communal experience because we're living in a space that reflects our larger goals to connect. Now, I, I don't know that if that means you want to unify with each other, maybe it's not your goal, but you, each of us want to connect. That's for sure a mutual reality on the, on the Zula experience or wherever we join together on these platforms. Um, I would just like to add one more point that I think that all of us are struggling with and Esther hinted to it but the point is that we have people in our lives as well and voices around us that also take away a certain feeling of ability to achieve our goals you know like one of the things that is really hard to deal with is when you have a loved one who you care about deeply and they seem to be opposing your goals and mission in life. We all have that on some level, you know, it could be even a married person and that's one of the reasons why people get divorced because they don't share the same goals, the same mission, or that could be part of the, who you decide to end up becoming your soulmate because, is because of us you share the same values, dreams and goals. But it's not always an easy match. And this is something which is a very hard challenge because you want your goals and mission. You want to be focused on doing what your purpose is. Like, I want to connect on a large level to a large amount of people. But I also have a soulmate and, a ch and children who need me right now. I'm responsible for them. And who's going to come first? And this is going to be part of the next part of the course which is very tricky, um, but it can be worked out successfully, which is the idea of knowing what your priorities are, how to manifest your goals successfully. So 
so your relationships don't get sidelined you put the relationships first things first the family first the your loved ones first you're able to prioritize what's important but you're still not missing in your achievement of your goals you're still able to believe that those people are not obstacles also to achieving your goals you hear that and that's something which takes time to believe in that it takes time to understand it, it takes time to understand that the people in your life are the keys to your goals are the keys to your dreams are the keys to your vision and they themselves also aren't obstacles they're not there to prevent you from achieving your goals they are there to refine and help you achieve your goals and your mission statement and your dreams and when they truly are not then they're really not meant to be in your sphere of influence anymore they they were no longer really a part of your purpose in this world and that will manifest as a fact that they will not if you living a healthy life healthy mindset with a healthy lifestyle you're able to hopefully filter certain people away in a healthy way therefore you you will see that your sphere of influence will once again be filled up with those who who are part of your goals and your mission and your purpose in this world and that this is something important to realize because the reason I've put a little emphasis on the personal level with people is cuz really more than getting into the larger stories of politics and religion and business but the thing that we spend most time thinking about the most amount of our heart space the most of energy takes up are the people closest to us and they're the hardest to deal with and they're the most profound element of our purpose and mission of our goal of this world and really they have a lot of keys for our own completion and rather than pushing them away or blaming them or any of the things that are not being proactive we can be proactive and we can incorporate what they're offering us with their opinions and the challenges they bring us to help refine our process so that's pretty much the main points of today's episode now once again i want to hear from everyone and now we can start bringing it again more and more into our daily way of being yeah Jonathan, you you want to share now right now um it's it's quite interesting i think i always avoid these kinds of things values goals and dreams because uh, i can't put them into words i can't figure them out i don't spend enough time in my brain to do that i just you know, that's well, that's why we mentioned the paper aspect or writing it down yeah, well, i have it look i i tried i wrote things <laughs> i didn't get very far but i tried but okay but what, whatever it is it might not be pages it could be very simple but the simplest simple things that are important to you can actually be very deep and profound and very fulfilling part of your life and can really help you understand what your soul mission is in this world it doesn't have to be so overly complicated like everyone's going to have different things and it it one it could be a beautiful strength that it's very simple like you hear from Jeff the idea of passion and just living your dreams and 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 taking care of yourself all these kind of statements he says they're very profound in a sense because for him for sure and for everyone who's involved in his sphere of influence that they have a ability to help us to to be more empowered in that way that we're not like we're not right. disassociating ourselves from our dreams and our passions that they they are real 
and that they he's giving us a platform where we can discuss them and that's amazing and he's it's, you've seen again and again I mean I've known him now since the Led Zeppelin concert which is now how long ago I don't remember now it was 12 13 years and yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it's always just been a space in my life where whenever I have what to do with Jeff, there's, you know, in innovation, there's dreams, there's passion. He is that person that brings um, certain big terms to my mind again and again, which makes me think in a deeper way, like about technology or about, this, you know, now right now he's talking a lot about um, the Oracle stuff in terms of caring about other people and helping them guide themselves better like these kind of key points in life so he's become a player in that in that part of my life which is very helpful and this communal aspects as well but he's always done that on some level just now through zoom and through corona it's become more weekly or even you know sometimes it's a few times a week and in a way like the corona thing once again it was an obstacle but it didn't become an obstacle to prevent us to connect. It refined our connection and helped us connect more. And that's amazing. Right. Absolutely. And it, I guess I guess what it is, is also when you have your mission statement, whether it's immense or it's just the basis of it, those interactions help build it too. Because then you're like, well, this is what it feels like. And then this is what happens when I feel that way so we'll keep doing that and exactly uh, exactly that's the point we, we're not giving ourselves enough recognition of how much we are involved with our dreams and missions we overcomplicate when we start someone asks us do something write down this write down that we start getting intimidated is this a test am I in school again you know or you know is someone going to give me a mark on this like uh, this this is a good enough goal a good enough dream we start you know we have all these narratives that affect our healthy way of processing this rather just be happy with what you feel and what you do and what you dream and what you want and your goals have a much more self-acceptance allow your voice of your soul to manifest it's only wanting to do good things one of the things we did on this trip really important for me this is the highlight you can watch the video of it because i posted it on my personal youtube um, ellie unity goldsmith and i also put it around really important session we had in a rehab in a detox with the holy rabbi that i was on tour with and the owner of the detox who also owns a rehab and owns a bunch of other important things and the head therapist with all the main clients of the detox it was a powerful session obviously i didn't video any of the detox people because it's there all have a privacy clause i would not do that but the owner the head therapist and the rabbi and myself and his son as well that i videoed and i was the translator the point of the session was just to understand that a lot of the voices in our heads are either from our soul level which is a positive voice a voice that encourages us and builds us and believes in ourselves and is constantly helping us develop missions and goals and dreams and bringing them to life or there's another voice which is what the way the rabbi described it but once again i'm not getting religious i'm just explaining it the words he used is called the evil inclination and the psychological therapeutical level it would be the negative voice or he just describes an evil inclination that's the way he used it 
But the point is, he said it's a voice. It's a voice filled with lies. It's not a true voice. It's not a voice you actually need to give it too much credit. There are aspects of ourselves, unfortunately, which are there to damage ourselves. That want to take away our ability to do it. So once again, it's an obstacle for us to be, fulfill our purpose in the world. But the truth of those voices are are only there to help refine our true voice. Our true voice, which is a voice of positivity and love and soul and goodness, a, a, a voice of happiness, a voice of fulfillment, and all the negative voices, even though they can bring people to all kinds of illnesses and addictions and negative states of mind and negative realities, they don't have to manifest if you don't let them. There's a certain inner power to choose which voice you go with, which voice you're you're strengthening on a daily level. And we actually have to do that on an inner level. But one of the tools the rabbi did gave, which is really important, is not just about writing down, which is what we discussed at the beginning, and now it's also about speaking it out. That's why Zula is so powerful. Speaking out your true desires, your will, that can come through prayer, through meditation, through a format like this, what we're doing now, talking it out. It strengthens the soul voice. And we, by talking out our missions, our dreams, our goals, again and again and again. That's one of the reasons why Esther, for example, one advice I'd give you is create a course or create something online that's your mission, your dream, your goals. And because you're now responsible for it, you'll see that by doing it on a daily or weekly, monthly level, doing a course or bringing it to life, by talking it out or teaching on it, researching, doing it, it will become stronger and stronger. Like all the best speakers are people that constantly went around speaking. Now that men at the beginning, they were crap. Excuse my language. Yeah, But they, they, they weren't born a natural speaker. Almost nobody is. Yeah, They did it again and again and again. And that's the idea of constantly bringing into reality your daily life, your missions, your goals, your dreams by talking them out. Talking them out with a friend, talking them out in a public forum, talking them out with, you know, a loved one. Um, that's one of the importance of relationships with people and talking them out. Or um, another way, making a song about it, doing art about it, being creative with it. Manifest it, manifest it more and more and more. Because the more you do that, the more you bring it into reality through speech and through creative aspects, avenues and expressions, the more strong it gets. The more power the soul has to influence the world and the negative aspects, which is trying to make you not do anything in life, it's really, once again, only there to refine you. It's not there to prevent you. That's one of the gifts of reality. Once you understand the soul reality, all these things out there seemingly preventing you from doing that are just to help you. And once again, the people in your life you'll bring into a sphere of influence more and more the more you're talking about your inner dreams those kind of people that resonate with that like we're doing now today you'll have a resonating experience with your goals and dreams you do want to connect with people you don't want to disconnect you don't want to be angry with people you don't want to blame people you want to connect that's a human reality of most people in the world unless god forbid they're like they've given over too much themselves to their negative side and become what we could call on a superficial level evil, but they've become negative presences. Majority of people are 
intrinsically not that that's an intrinsic human reality that people have goodness in them and it's about bringing that aspect out like the same with education we've spoken about when you educate your children you have to talk out the good in them the good side of them that will strengthen their ability to be good so too with um, business you have a client bring out the good in them you have a business still bring out the good in them for sure you can find the not good but it's up to you to emphasize the good part of the deal the good part of the child the good part of the opportunity in front of you and that will build it rather than break it and break that person is not going to really help them so much unless you they're in a state where they're they're able to be secure with you and there's some sort of something negative that needs help to be broken like it's done in a very specific environment in a specific way that you know together in a valid way in a in a place of empathy and a place of support that you can break that negative aspect that they want to they're asking you to help them with that but if they're not asking you there's no reason to ever break anybody else so i think that we all can get strength from this these aspects it's a lot to do with strength what we're discussing today to have the inner strength to keep going and to keep believing in yourself and your inner soul it takes a lot of inner strength and the world is not going to always give it to you you have to find it within and you have to see it within the people closest to you who you've been blessed to have in your in your life and um you know you have a lot of gifts and talents that you more you strengthen the soul aspect the more you start to see they block they they flourish they bloom they come out in all different ways in ways you'd be surprised yourself but like wow i didn't realize i had so much energy in that way i didn't realize i was so deep in that way i didn't realize how much i could talk about this thing i didn't realize how special i am well good now you're starting to live your dreams and values and goals because you really are special and there is something special about you that nobody else has it's a unique purpose for you in the world there's nobody else with your children and your soulmate and your position your abilities is nobody else get that clear and nobody else can do that like you anyone else want to say something i usually do and i'm like okay i'm taking it all in it's yeah. funny cuz under goals like i did my values and dreams i have a couple but when my goal is finding purpose and i know i'm able to find everybody else's purpose I'm very good at that. I'm But very good at helping other people get is, to where they need to get to. Isn't that a purpose in itself? Just that strength? No, I, I Why not? Be, so my goal is to be financially stable. That would be a goal. Amazing. You need to not find financially value. stable. Like, you, you know, find your value, not your purpose. What's that? You just described finding your value, not your purpose. You just no. described your purpose to a T. My purpose is finding. Wait, what did you just say? You just you just described I your purpose. I look awake because I have makeup on, but I'm sleeping. What? <laughs> you just you just described your purpose to a T. You need to find your value in that. So, like with value, I I actually put purpose. I value purpose. Not everybody necessarily wants a purpose. Obviously, family. I did freedom because I like to be independent. Um, my belief system. You know, I value love, learning. I value passion. I value clarity. Like those are the things I put into value. You know, 
And in, in a dream, literally, is like finding inner peace, feeling successful, finding love. Like those are my dreams. But my goal is still finding purpose. So until I find purpose, I don't think the values and the dreams like make sense. Until I find it, purpose. But is it? But Esther, is it that you're finding purpose, or you're finding value in who you are, which leads you to purpose? I don't know. I don't know either. But that's like I, lo- I look, I listen to Ellie. I know I'm completely unique. Like I value that part of me. I value that I can get in, out, and around any goal, any vision, anything I want to. I could get to the CEO. I could get to this person where other people can't figure out how to do it. Right. Like I, I have like magical powers that way. As but I don't, you know, I don't know what to do with stuff like that. You know, I wrote my children's books. They're kind of sitting, you know, virtually on a shelf. What? You are describing how purposeful you live your life. What you just said was, I need to be financially independent, right? Stable. Okay, financially stable. So, how do you describe value? Because financial stability and value are not the same. Right. Okay, so all those things that you value or you hold dear are different. Now, finding your value, if you need financial stability, is taking your purpose that you've created, your books, your influence, how to show other people their superpowers, and charge people for it. So you can be financially stable. Get your books off the digital shelf and publish them. There's reoccurring income now that you have added value to the world. I mean, I do have somebody who's gonna who's illustrating the books, and I did, you know. So I went through like some steps. I have a friend of mine who's a famous children's book author. He read the books. He thinks they have merit. He suggested a couple of edits, you know. But then, like, I take it and I put it aside. My photography, because, I got my show. Because you're not valuing yourself. If you okay. valued your talents and your purpose to spread that to the world, you would finish it and you would put it out to the world. The, and you're you're like everybody else. You're 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 not. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's now is the time is to get out of your, your comfort zone. Yeah. And in doing so, you will live your purpose. Esther, I want to I want to say what Jonathan is saying is is a hundred percent correct. Is there a difference between Can value I, and confidence? Because I value my I appreciate my talents. I know in some areas I'm super talented, but I don't feel confident about any. Of it. I, I think that I it's. I think it, that it. I don't feel confident. I think there's connection, and I the way Jonathan said it was very strong and clear. But that, that we mentioned, we're using this word strength right now. We have to be strong about this kind of stuff because in a similar level, I feel similar to you, Esther, in that respect, because I also have a lot of value. I have a lot of content. And my wife, my soulmate keeps telling me, don't let these voices take away the value of yourself. Like you just did the most amazing talk. Was it like, you know, Tony Robbins level? Was it, you know, hundreds of thousands of people? No. But were there thousands of people? Yeah. And I mean, Jonathan just put a, a, a nice quote. Can you read it to us, Jonathan? Please? Yeah, I'm looking. Well, to inspire people, don't show them right. superpowers, show them theirs, right? I do. So, and that's where I feel good. I'm so good at you're that. You're good at that, okay. for sure. Like, yeah, agreed. But what about you? What about your superpower also? Like, we want to see your book. 
maybe my kids could read it. <laughs> They're not so old. They they could. They, they, I love English books that for kids. If you if if you are good at that, then charge people for it. That also. You can charge them a dollar. You can charge them Tony Robbins rates. It, you can change it at any time. So you have to see the value of what you're offering the world, and you you have to ask. If you just give stuff away for free, people are gonna take and take and take and take and take. Yeah, that's another it's thing that. Do. Yeah, that's another thing that you yeah, know. Really I need to work on that as free. well. This, this, this is this is funny because the stuff that you've brought out is also my challenge as well. What Esther, what you're going through is very similar to my challenge as well, and that's often what's going to happen. You're going to be around people who are very clear about it. You're going to be around people that are still going through it, and we can all help each other. Like I need to also do this. I also need to figure out how to value my services better, how to package the things that I've got how to how to manifest like a book get it out there publish it i've got this book that's just waiting for an editor a bit of a budget it's just sitting there like it could change the world but if i don't do anything about it it's just going to be on my hard drive or whatever you call it on my word you know word uh files and that's not good it needs to get out there you know it can't Lauren just remain virtual about this before. yeah Laura and I were talking about this before we, uh, before you guys got on. Sure. We were talking about fundraising, and I met a very powerful fundraiser, right? And she said, "I have no problem asking for fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars with regards to PTSD, but I cannot ask for a bottle of wine." And I was like, "Wow, that's pretty intense." And I said, "Well, why is that?" And then I meditated and prayed on it because the bottle of wine is material. There is no long-term effect to that bottle of wine. It's actually a short-term, and we'll get into this. Ellie gets into this beautifully down the road. But that fifty thousand dollars, that hundred thousand dollars, she can clearly define each dollar's value towards what she's doing, right? So maybe the shift in perspective of your book and seeing what value those words are going to provide. To the people that read it, if one person reads it, it's worth it, right? If two people read it, it's two hundred times worth it. So the shift and saying, okay, instead of publishing my book to make money, I'm publishing my book to impact the world and unite souls. And whatever money comes, comes. And I'm probably in the worst position financially than anyone. Yeah, I know. No. Exactly. No. I did make a point. When it comes, it's going to be that much more appreciative and valued. True. Because you've earned it. But right? it, I just want to make a point financially. One of the the things that I've noticed, if you would actually assess the amount of resources and the amount of property, if you have property, whatever it is in your life, you do have much more than you realize. Like that's that's a really profound reassessment that I've done before. Like I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. If I would go through these bunch of years, I've gone through like millions of dollars probably. Like somehow or another, you know, it's specific. Right. And it's it's just a matter of real. And that also is a very empowering pro- process because then you realise that there always has been this flow of income in my life. 
there always has been a flow of financial ability and that in itself proved the point of what Esther's one of Esther's goals of financial stability that you've really always had it on some level on some level finest levels above and above I was just staying in a mansion on the bay in Miami and I was in someone's house who owns 10 mansions in Monsey yeah and these people like make me feel very intimidated they've got their Teslas and you know the latest of everything and everything and everything and for me you know I'm not at that place but financially but in my daily life in my growth I've always had a financial flow I've never been without when it really mattered and that is a very important reminder to ourselves that we do have much more financial ability and stability than we give ourselves credit um, and when we really need to get that paycheck we will get it so what we have to do rather than it become from a state of urgency or pressure we need to bring it into our as Jonathan's wisely helping us realize that we need to bring it into our vision and goals and dreams and passions and skills into our daily abilities so it should be a much greater flow that gives us that feeling of fulfillment because it's coming from things we really care about and want to achieve and Ellie that was a huge shift for me right it was the shift from from me to we right the more broader vision of the world and what we're providing for the world and what I found really crazy is that wealthy people worry about money too and it's like how like that this but they worry in a different way they worry that they're going to run out and not be able to live their lifestyle and so what I've seen for me is I am so happy with so minimum that anything above I'm blessed and it's always been I've always been able to figure it out Right, I've always it's always somehow magically just shown up or created or and so now it's like okay, well, anything above this is just icing on the cake. And That's a beautiful a beautiful way of living. But I just wanted to add one more challenge to you. Yeah. So powerful. Can I give you one challenge to that? Because it's going to help you grow even more. Is now you are able to do that. The problem is the challenge is. I can do that as well. But the challenge is that you're given other people in your life who will not accept that. And they're there for a reason. Not because they're against that achievement that you've acquired of minimalist way of being. That's an achievement. But they're there now to push you for their sake, for you to be a provider in a bigger way for their sake. Because they need to be able to have a better uh, opportunity at life. And that could be for charitable organizations. It could be... Um, your own children that you need to support in a better way they're going to be there to push you to become so you can see, keep being a minimalist guy a lot of these successful people are walking around in simple clothes simple cars simple homes they don't show off they need to show off they're very happy with a very minimalist lifestyle but they have a tremendous success which they can then use that to support tremendous acts of goodness in the world yeah and that can take what their vision and dreams onto a whole new level, can 10x it. But the point when, is... When I embrace that... Yeah. When I embrace that theory right there is when BGN was created. Great. And it's not financial. It will be down the road. But what you just described, Elliot, was exactly what... You know, you have to go through it and keep going and don't quit. 
right? That's why people quit with, you know, fitness routines. We've all done it, right? Yeah. Because it gets hard. And when it gets hard, people quit. It's the ones that just keep pushing through. And eventually, those French doors fly open. And every time someone says no, you're like, okay, great. I'm one, more, one step closer to yes. Exactly. But you're late. You have a definite... Yeah, and the failures, as we mentioned at the beginning, are really just there to refine us, to get our vision clearer and clearer. So we we go again, but now with a clearer vision, we we live and learn, we grow from it. We we understand who are the people that we can work with, who are the people we can't. We, there's a lot of clarifications that come from all that. Every lesson learned is is a lesson worth it. Like even if it meant initially some initial pain, initial financial struggle but it that struggle we went through an emotional struggle it clarified our desire clarified our goals and mission and statement and then you, you sit down again and you write go through your list you don't lose it you keep it saved or you keep the paper you go through it again you refine it and it gets better and better so to you talk the way you express it you clarify how you're going to express your visions and goals and visions you when you're in a meeting with someone the first time, the clarity of how you give over your mission is going to be, you know, infinitely better when you've done it 20 times already or 100 times, 1,000 times. You've sat in those meetings. So there was a progressive development. And the, the key is to realize you are developing. You are not, there's no digression. There's no, God forbid, lack of growth. We're, we're a bunch of people who want to grow. That's for sure. We wouldn't be sitting here otherwise. So give ourselves the benefit of the doubt and realize that we are on the right path towards our purpose in this world and give ourselves the encouragement, give ourselves the confidence and the strength and keep going for it. Keep pushing and keep refining it. Don't let the negative voices run our lives. That would be the, the goal. Esther, if I, if I were to have talked to CEOs the way that... I spoke with you or Ellie or, or Lauren the first time I expressed what my passion was. I wouldn't be here. I would have failed epically. I've taken it from two hours to an hour to 15 minutes. And even that 15 minutes is continuing to revise. But it wasn't for the pain, the process that you have to fall in love with. You have to fall in love with every time an obstacle appears. Like, it's an opportunity to get better and to get closer. And, Did you and read that book, The Obstacle is the Way? Yeah, that's, an, a book that's it. I read it, and I loved it. And, I, and there are times it resonates with me, because if something really isn't going, I literally think about The Obstacle is the that's Way. That's brilliant. There's a reason. That, you know, fits, reason the whole, that fits the whole, the whole switcheroo, you know, like the whole mindset change. And it really is a game changer. We, because... We, we don't have to be our own like torture chamber. We can actually help ourselves. We do have to realize that if we don't But have... I'm really good at being my own torture chamber. That's, I'm so good at that. That's exactly what we need to change. 
you have to be like if you are doing any form of torture it's only just to torture that negative voice and say just get out of here man or woman or whatever it is get out of here like i want to have a happy life i want to enjoy myself stop telling me this bs i'm not interested in it like it's not true and i'm going to talk it out i'm going to talk it out it's an inner battle it really is and every human's going through it this was the point of that recovery section session that i mentioned the the, the, at the detox that it was it was true recovery it was soulful recovery and um, people hey, what detox did you go through? I, I didn't go through I, I was there presenting to the clients and um, wow. the owner there spoke very much encouraging what the rabbi was saying they were working off each other but the point was that the people in the detox were like you're like wow like I'm really okay I'm really a I have a soul, I'm okay, I, like, I'm not this voice that I've been listening to my whole life that's telling me I'm a loser and I, and I need to escape my pain. I can actually face my stuff and not stuff my face. I can deal with my message and my mess and turn it into a message. Like, all these things, they start to switch everything around. And it's, it's, it's a lot to do in mindset. Once they get that initial tools, then they become their own saviors. That's the key. You help people but save themselves. That's the best thing of all. You, the worst thing is if the rabbi went around like saying you have to follow me if you want to get saved, then I wouldn't bother working with him. Forget it. I'm out of here. He, the best thing about it is he's saying I'm giving you the tools to be able to do it yourself. You don't need me. You have it all within. I'm just showing you in my journey, my life, my books, my teachings, how I've done it. In the end, each person is going to have to do it in their own individual way. But the point is we do need to like come to peace of mind like you spoke as one of your goals. We do need to come to these things, but we can't get to the peace of mind without the initial struggle. You only get to that peaceful state by facing your struggle, by dealing with it. And it doesn't mean getting caught up in it and obsessive with it. Once again, everything with balance, everything has its time and place. And that's what we're gonna talk about next session. The next session is bringing the struggle into an effective time frame that it doesn't take over your life. You have times for struggle, for inner work, for writing down your mission statement. You have times for family, you have times for friends, you have time for work, you have times for sleep, you have time. Everything has a purpose and a place and a priority. And you get that effectively worked out then it won't spill over this inner battle into everything. You won't be in front of people now going crazy. You won't be triggered, as we spoke about the previous time, where you react because you've done the inner work that people, yeah, affected me, things affected me, but I'm not letting it spill out now into my daily life, into the people I care about, and therefore becoming a negative energy for them. And that, this is how life starts to go on a different way because you're no longer being just thrown around by your these voices that are not good for you and by your negative energy you are now somewhat in control of your inner world and that is really the only place you have control you don't have control financially what's going on in the world you don't have control politically this is the wake-up call to mankind to humanity to womankind to everybody this is the wake-up call that they have a soul and they can unite firstly with themselves and they can, that will then go outwards. But it can't be outwards 
become famous, become politically powerful, and then you're going to help everyone. It's not going to work because you're going to be a broken person like most of the people we see right now out there are broken people who are running things. And definitely don't put your belief in their in their their promises. You have to become the person yourself. Absolutely, that was awesome. So true, Ellie. Um, I think that it's time for us to end. Yes, it is. We went a bit over time and we were late. I apologize. Okay. I won't do that again. I could go for another hour. We could sit here forever listening. Well, I'm excited for the next the next point because it's not, for me it's a little bit technical. So I hope, okay. like Jonathan and, and Esther helped me with today, you'll help me tomorrow on when we next meet, which will be two weeks from now, the 9th of November, I think. Yeah? Right. Okay, amazing. Absolutely. The 9th of November it is. Bi-weekly is good. Bi-weekly is a good way for us. Cause yeah, I agree. We get time to really work on it. It's a process. Yeah. process, right. And it's not too, like, a lot of pressure. people to tell about those, you know, Tell your inner people to stop yelling at you. Yeah. Got a lot of, you know. Yeah, enjoy life. It, 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 life can be exactly. so happy. It's just the, we, we, right. we, have, we to, have to do it. And we have to make happy ourselves. You know, like, right. it's, 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 such a, it's such a gift to, that we have that power. And it's just a shame that we can waste it and blame it on other people, you know? Right much better this way well you guys are awesome thank you for class thank you thank for, you for and i can't wait to see everyone's dreams at manifest i can't wait to see your book and you what johnny jonathan's creating and keep seeing pulvery do you and everything grow and want you to be blessed with that growth and success and ability to do our dreams and goals and visions see it all come to life that's right that's right